Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. I am here again in Scottcast headquarters with fan favorite Ian Dixon, and surprise, surprise, we are not dead. Hey. I I thought uh, for sure the prediction that uh, we discovered last episode that the Mayan calendar was wrong mm-hmm. would have panned out this time. Yeah. Turns out it doesn't. Humanity's got a second chance. We've got a second chance. And if history plays out again, the Mayan calendar will, of course, have another chance mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> at trying to kill us. Yeah. What if the Mayan calendar people are um, like major villains and we are just uh, some side cog mm-hmm. in, in, in the entertainment, this grander entertainment that, that happens to be the world we live in? Mm-hmm. Like what if we were just extras in this crazy movie where the Mayan civilization keeps trying to destroy humanity? Through the use of a calendar, mm-hmm. and it, they keep getting thwarted. It's not a yeah. good movie, <laughs> but it's got a lot of sequels. That's why we're still going. Yeah. So who's in charge of keeping that going? Like somebody must have been really invested in the Mayan <laughs> apocalypse idea. <laughs> they, they 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 purchased all of the stones, right. <laughs> and then it doesn't pan out, and they're like, "Oh man, I just spent like." thousands of dollars on all this shit and invested all this time and like we got to make this work <laughs> <laughs> that's some sunk cost fallacy right there i tell you that like he should just find a different thing <laughs> make uh make mayan calendar beanie babies license that mm-hmm. get a little bit of money back and call it a draw i'm getting a little tired of the the mayan news mm-hmm. the mayan calendar predictions of doom right i was ready for it to be right this last sunday a week ago seems like no better time yeah <laughs> everything seemed to be lining up perfectly and i was like yeah if it's just a minor mathematical flub i guess it makes a lot of sense that yeah. it would be now yeah but alas here we are at a lack for any kind of doomsday whatsoever. In fact, things kind of are just hovering at major minor crisis level. <laughs> you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, just, uh, that's just the new normal. Mm-hmm. That's kind of something I always thought was weird at the beginning of the whole epidemic thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, it's never going to return to normal. Nothing ever returns to normal. Things are always changing. That's it true. wasn't normal where we were. Yeah, true, true. So that's my, my little wisdom for the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder where we are in terms of uh, like the doomsday clock. I know we were at uh, 90 seconds last time they adjusted it and it's like a, an annual thing that they adjusted but we got to be like inside a minute now right at the very least but like it just comes to mind like if we can't trust a calendar how can we trust a clock an arbitrary clock that people just decide what time it is <laughs> <laughs> I, I want i would like to see the financial interests disclosed mm-hmm. for the people uh work in the world ending clock the doomsday clock yeah you know, do they do they sell books? Do they have a website with ads on it? What exactly? Why exactly are they doing what they're doing? Besides, like it's a really cool sounding thing mm-hmm. to put on your resume. 
they've definitely got stock in like uh, whoever sells books about the Mayan calendar. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Big Mayan. You'd think the uh, Amazon would be involved with the Mayans because same location, right? Weren't the Mayans in the Amazon? Loosely. <laughs> they were in like South America, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Amazon rainforest is pretty big. It's pretty much all of South America. It's like most of Brazil. I think the Mayans were more uh, the other coast, the west. Um, it's been a long week. West. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you can't just pull out the cardinal directions for an ancient civilization yeah. off the top of your head? Are you, are you okay with the pod king role these days? I mean, you're slipping on uh, ancient civilization coastal <laughs> locations. That seems to be like the first thing you learn <laughs> well, when you become pod king is the rise and fall of all the civilizations. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the book you get when you become president that's like, okay, this is what aliens are. This is why we don't care. This is why we're not talking about it. Those three statements. I 100% believe... Most presidents read that, mm -hmm. unless they don't read. Yeah, so, what, one of the last three knows about that? <laughs> <laughs> Someone knows about it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's like a constant campaign promise, too, for any pr presidential candidate, is they promise somebody that they're going to reveal things about aliens mm -hmm. if they get elected. Yeah. Like Bernie Sanders, uh, Hillary Clinton, Andrew Yang. That's just Democrats. Mm -hmm. But we also got the Republican side. I think Trump mentioned something about aliens once. Yeah. But it's hard to tell which one he's talking about. <laughs> I think McCain said something like his dying words yeah. were like, there are aliens. Then he died. <laughs> I'm just trying to throw more Republicans in. Why aren't Republicans interested in if aliens are real or not? Republicans aren't interested in facts. Oh, which says a lot about you, actually. So facts, aliens are real? Well, if they're real or not is a fact, yeah. Oh, okay. The, the veracity of yes. the statement, you mean? Okay. Yes. Not like they don't care about facts, like Fact, E.T. documentary. That's how we got cell phones. You had to phone home, man. <laughs> that, yeah, that was some quick technological development. <laughs> you know, this cell phone, this thing that we hold so dearly in our hands, mm -hmm. it is on this day and age, mm -hmm. in the year of our After Dominion 2020, mm -hmm. it is... More common and available to more people than toilets are. Yeah. More people have a cell phone than have access access to a toilet. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. That is crazy if that's true. It's 100% true. I saw it in a, in a fact book once. Mm. It was a book of facts. <laughs> Just one after the other. Mm -hmm. No, like... Explanation, no hearsay, no, no whatever, no sources, <laughs> <laughs> just fact. Cell phones are more common, 
commonly accessed than toilets, which toilets are communal, right? Like a few people can access one toilet. There could be a community toilet. Yeah. Just one toilet in a town, right? And that whole town's got a toilet, basically. Yeah. You can't do that with a cell phone. That's kind of like the purpose of a cell phone is that it's not communal. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure the rapid adaptation and spread and sell sale of these things was an Illuminati plot to gather information about every human being on the planet. Because if it's more popular than toilets... I mean, it's definitely an efficient way to gather information. 100%. Like, uh, the data exists about me. More data about me exists than any historical figure you can name. Yeah. For no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's no one's going to write a book about uh, the legend of the Scot, unless it's me. Yeah. I would probably write that. You definitely would. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no one's researching me that much. It's all just going into these uh, algorithms that, that purport to optimize for stuff Mm -hmm. you know like try to find me out just based on my data points spit some ads at you yeah like a lot of buying calendar books (laughs) coming at me (laughs) and premium toilets because it is now a luxury yeah it's if yeah because if you consider this thing a luxury good this cell phone uh toilets even more luxurious that's true Probably every good that a standard American uses every day is luxurious as a world standard. That's an interesting thought. I'd never uh, considered that the thing I shit into is (laughs) very luxurious. Yeah, just some people. I guess. Well, I guess when you put both ends of the spectrum on the thing, Mm -hmm. like there's going to be... Uh, there's gonna be the uh, there's gonna be the us with like the way too much stuff, yeah. And there's gonna be the them with the way too little stuff, mm-hmm. and we just forget about the middle. There's no like. But I mean, it makes sense. Graduation. Like, yeah, I just shit in this thing, and then I dump a bunch of gallons of fresh water, <laughs> totally potable water. I'm just like, mm, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> You know what they you know what they you know what they think it is people who've like never had the pleasure of a toilet they're just like they're just hearing this story and they're like okay so it's it's a water shit cannon that just <laughs> <laughs> just just like forcefully like pushes things through uh the the earth yeah <laughs> water shit cannon <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> I don't know. We I don't know about putting shit in the title. But maybe. Maybe it's time we just put it on Front Street. Sometimes we swear on this podcast. What? Yeah. It's explicit. It's rated explicit in the iTunes store. We don't want to disappoint our audience. If they see the, that little E in a box, they, they want some cursing, right? Yeah. And if you're disappointed by that cursing, let me know. I'll just do a whole nother podcast without cursing. <laughs> I am I have that kind of energy. <laughs> I can just keep potting all day, all night. But speaking of toilets, as we were, 
I have to pull out the soundboard because uh, we have some uh, space news. Space news. That's right. Not only do we have space news, we have space toilet news. Oh, shit. This is like the third story about space That's toilets. what our space news was about last week. <laughs> Every space segment <laughs> is just about toilets. <laughs> But it's but it's, this is true. It's we've this is the third unique, compelling story about space toilets I've received the third week in a row. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, I've been using an AI assistant thing to <laughs> pull my articles, and like the AI is thinking to itself right now. This, this is what you want. (laughs) Space toilet. Trust me, just space toilet. If we get like a really good run of comedy Mm. off of space toilet and people start sharing the podcast and and like listen to these guys space toilet talk. It's going to turn on the space toilet podcast, man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Talk about butterfly effect. If I didn't go on a rant about how I thought space was kind of boring... We would have never become a space toilet podcast. <laughs> so many poop jokes just <laughs> left to float in the, the great beyond. Yeah. Space news, Ian. Space toilet news. NASA is seeking help designing a toilet. Mm-hmm. And they are paying out $35,000 to the person with the best design. It's open to... College students, high school students, and they've got a lot of uh, specifications. Okay, that they need to. That's what I want to hear about. What are the uh, the criteria for successful space toilet? It's stringent, stringent criteria. And uh, since we talked about space toilets in the last episode, uh, where Tom Cruise's Anus <laughs> expels his organs mm-hmm. into space. <laughs> I figured this first requirement I should tell you about, at the very least. Uh, the crew is not exposed to a vacuum. Okay. Main requirement. Apparently, they thought this through. <laughs> Or they listened to Scottcast in this week, and they were like, "Look, look, I've listened to Scottcast here, right? Um, they they got some points. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just listen to this episode. You know, you can skip yeah. skip to this part. But uh, turns out, our space toilets have been poorly designed this whole time. Mm-hmm. And if these idiots can do better." Imagine what high school students could do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's just put 35 grand into it. <sighs> Don't credit these people, though. These people are assholes. I mean, that's pretty great, actually. Like, 35 grand, and you think of, like, what the patent would be and, like, how immaculate these toilets actually could turn out. Like, this could be a multi-million dollar idea, and they're just shelling out, like, pennies for... Some idiot to design this toilet. I don't know. Basically, yeah, you're gonna design the toilet of the future. Mm-hmm. This toilet has everything. 
all the pee and urine and and the and the shit gets converted into bricks. Mm-hmm. There's no exposure to anything, no water. It basically just vaporizes your shit and piss into buildable materials that you select, mm-hmm. like a like a VR three uh, D printing machine. Yeah, that's how would I assume this person's going to invent? <laughs> <laughs> that's where I would go with my design. I'm thinking, and I don't know how this would work uh, from an engineering standpoint, but why does the toilet have to be external? Why do we have to expel things? Whereas before you go up into space, you just get a little implant, a little butt implant, a little uh, urethra implant. A little, uh, what do they call those pills? Suppository. Yeah. A little technological suppository. Texapaz. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure, I wish David was here for the. <laughs> 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 and so not only is it. Uh, kind of absorbing your waste, but it's analyzing it, saying, oh, you're, you're low on iron. <laughs> and it mm. kind of gives you feedback. It's like a little... Uh, Fitbit for your ass. Fitbit, yeah. Butt bit, but <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out a name. <laughs> <laughs> butt bit works. <laughs> I like butt bit. Butt bit? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, oh, um, you could use some more of these nutrients and it kind of gives you feedback about like how to take care of yourself. And also it takes what waste you have and it like breaks it down by uh, sort of the, the chemical makeup of it and what can we, how can we reuse this, right? Yeah. So, so it understands exactly what yeah. it is. So there's a lot of research to go in uh, ahead of time. And we know that urine, urea can be used to make uh, moon bricks Mm -hmm. so definitely we have a a use for that and you can just kind of like plug in and it'll like extract that particular thing Mm -hmm. and then i don't know what you do with the rest of what's in urine i don't know what's in urine so uh (laughs) i'm sure there's some goodies yeah but uh that seems efficient that seems to be the thing i i feel like what you're what you're saying is they should invent like an rpg menu for shit and piss (laughs) That just says all this thing that you got now. Yeah. You know, like when you're in an RPG, you, you, you click a treasure chest and then it gives you like three swords, two pieces of dust. Right. And one uh, map. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, that's basically what this machine would be. <laughs> and then like you, you uh, kind of combine the parts together. Mm-hmm. And create other things like okay, we got moon dust, we've got urea, ooh, we got three bricks. <laughs> it's like settler, settlers of catas, 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 settlers of that ass. <laughs> it's like people sign up for that; they have no idea what it means. <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh yeah, I'll settle for that ass. <laughs> Like, nope, we're going to put this up your anus. <laughs> and it's going to Bluetooth information to the turlet, which is going to divide it up, and you're going to live in a shit igloo. <laughs> That's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> I'd do that. I'd sign up for that, even knowing what it actually is. Mm-hmm. You know? 
Because I'm a data hound. I like the data. You know, you wear the watch, you get the mm-hmm. data. Uh, I like on the internet. I have things that are tracking like what I do. Mm-hmm. Like most people are trying to get rid of that, and I'm like actively tracking myself more. Yeah. I just love the overview of my life that data can give. Mm-hmm. So I would get this toilet. And I would participate in a study. Well, there you go. Yeah. We've got our pilot study already. We got the... Uh... <laughs> I can't contribute ideas, but I can contrib- contribute shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just some, need some people who know about physiology. So David can be our, our ass man. <laughs> can break down our shit for us and tell us what we can use it for. All right. I'm sure you can grow potatoes with it. What's his name? Did it in that movie, right? Yeah, Matt Damon himself. So there you go. Boom. We've got it. Problem solved. Give me some money, NASA. That's right. Then anything you can't use, shoot it back into the uh, atmosphere, and we got our little fireworks show. Boom. Callback salad there, but I love it. <laughs> our secret talent might not be in being entertaining. It might be waste disposal solutions. <laughs> That's what they say. It's like, if you want to get rich, dig holes. Don't. Start some, like, fun, sexy business. Mm. You know, do something super practical that no one wants to do. Yeah. That's how you make money. Well, that's true and it's not. There's some wisdom to it. It's not all-encompassing. For instance, I've got some uh, updates about the Scott Cast uh, membership and Patreon stuff if you want to hear about it. Oh, hot damn. Let's do a commercial or whatever. Let's do a commercial. This is going to be a commercial that leads into a long explanation. <laughs> You love Scott Cast. You love all the things we bring. Perhaps you subbed on Patreon because you're so great. Well, I bring to you today the start of Scott Cast's future itself, Ian. Mm-hmm. And Scott Castigators. I bring to you the official version of Scott Cast City. Scott Cast City. It's like Patreon. But not really at all. <laughs> you sign up on the website, thescottcast.com. Mm-hmm. And with your account, whenever you listen to Scottcast, whenever you participate in the forums and send comments and interact with us and talk to us, just talk to us. God damn it. You always earn Scottcast coins. Scott oh, coins. Shit. You found a use for Scott coin. I did. <laughs> <laughs> and with these Scott coins, not, not only do you just have, like, rank and badges, you can become the top Scott Castigator, but you can use it to purchase actual merch. Hell yeah. Right? There's a few ways to get Scott coins. Uh, the easiest way is just logging in and checking stuff out. Check out a new episode. Boom, that's a couple Scott coins. You know? Uh... Log in, that's, that's a bunch of Scott coins. Participate in the forum. You look at a reply or a thread, you get Scott coins. You, you post a reply, you get Scott coins. Everything gives you Scott coins. It's ridiculous. But the things that give you the most Scott coins, by and large, are when you share the little link in the episode description, wherever you want. Every time someone clicks that link, that's not you. It'll give you Scott coins. And if someone signs up to Scott Cast City, you'll get 
way more Scott coins than you would thought were possible. <laughs> if you get four signups, four or five signups to Scott Cast City, you will be able to buy like a T-shirt and a hat. Nice for free, just sent to your house. Boom, all on Scott Coin. I made my own currency. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> it's backed by my own goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> So if, if this referral uh, strategy really takes us off, I might have to like quickly rescind it. <laughs> <laughs> so jump in now, bitch. Yeah, do it now. Do it up. Take advantage. Cause, like, Scott's going to get like 10 subscribers. He's going to shell out like $100 for t-shirts. <laughs> it's like, oh, damn. <laughs> they don't even interact with the pod. <laughs> you know? I think they're robots. <laughs> Just a little experiment. See how it goes. And thusly, I am retiring Patreon. Oh. No more Patreons. The only way you can participate in like a extra ScottCast experience is by joining ScottCast City. Mm-hmm. And in order to listen to the bonus pods, you have to climb through the rankings and earn them. Mm. I'm coming kind of bummed that we're abandoning Patreon, actually, because I was really excited to go uh, VHS hunting. Oh, well, that's still going to... Here's the thing. We're still doing that thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because here's the thing about canceling the Patreon, not canceling it, uh, evolving it, mm. is that we have people who have already contributed, mm-hmm. you know? So these people, obviously, get special privileges. They get badges that... Uh, no one else is going to have. Yeah. They get access to things that no one else is going to have. OG Scott Castigators. OG Scott Castigators. They get a hefty Scott coin sum mm-hmm. introduced immediately. Nice. I'm grandfathering them in with their Patreon emails. So they're settled and they're definitely getting the ick boxes. And mm-hmm. maybe an ick box will be something you can buy in the Scott Cast store. Yeah. Exchange so many Scott Cast coins or like 50 bucks, and <laughs> we'll send you a ick box. Yeah. Bronwyn uh, tracked down some, some interesting VHSs uh, recently. Ooh, I forget where she went. I want to say it was like a Sal- Salvation Army. Okay. It was like a. I don't know, this might be offensive. I don't know. But, um,. <laughs> It's like a, it was a program directed at youth from like a evangelical TV station. Okay. Oh, I'm going to try and remember the title of the, the VHS. Hold on a second. Oh, what was it called? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got it. Okay. The title was... God is loser friendly. That's awesome. <laughs> and it was about uh, teenagers who feel like shit about themselves, which is like every teenager ever, right? Right. And that God still loves you. And it gave these stories of like their hardships. And the first girl was just like so upset about being dumb <laughs> and felt like God. Uh, Gave her a bad brain and it wasn't fair. That's so funny and sad. It's not good to laugh at, but it's hilarious. 
It sounds like Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not as smart as like I got the, my brain compartments and the, the meat departments and they just don't just, just so shut up. We're definitely going to like uh, do some um, like extracting audio clips from that, but then then we'll, we'll send it out. That'll be part of one of the ick boxes. Oh yeah. my. Fuck yeah. I want that box. <laughs> I'm going to game this shit. I'm going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Don't get your hopes up, Scott Castigators. We were also really sure that um, the guy who produced them was probably a pedophile. So we looked him up. Oh, my God. No pedophilia charges as of the date that we watched it, but he did say some very racist things. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like you're playing darts and you got like <laughs> one of the good bands, but not the bullseye. <laughs> that's a that's a fun little catch if you can snag that. The, the racist preacher saying uh, it's okay to be a loser. <laughs> when you die, things will be better. <laughs> you can be dumb. You could be ugly. You can have no friends. When you die, it won't matter. Thanks, Mayans. I <laughs> love <laughs> oh, a good Mayan joke. <laughs> I, I sent you a text earlier this week. Some news came in. I was personally, I was floored. It, it changed my life. Mm. Nessie. Oh yeah. Was photographed. The Loch Ness monster itself, herself. Probably a her. Itself? Like her. We don't know. Probably a chick. My issue is that there's no point of reference in the photo. We don't know. Uh, did you click the article? Or did I just send You didn't a send an article. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's an article, and there is a point of reference. That, that photo is taken like eight feet away from the shore, and it's a clearly large like a uh, seal-skinned, smooth-skinned creature breaking from the murky depths itself. I feel like i got to show you the picture now. Jeez. I saw the picture. I see the, the skin and the, the water, but there's nothing around it to like give a frame of reference. There's not a boat. In the original picture, you could see the shore. Mm -hmm. You could see the grass, and it was clearly like a guy taking a cell phone picture from mm -hmm. the shore of this thing popping. It, it did not look fake, mm -hmm. and it definitely looked like Loch Ness. The guy himself is just just a, some some nerd, not nerdy enough to do something about faking the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, but like not cool enough to do it either. Mm -hmm. Perfect range of nerd. Mm -hmm. This man, he's from like Manchester or something. The nerdiest sounding <laughs> town name ever. <laughs> <laughs> the guy is completely credible. The creature is definitely large. It definitely doesn't look like a creature that I've seen before. It doesn't look like a fish. It doesn't have scales. Yeah. It's it's not like a seal or mammalian. It Maybe seems it like it would be pretty easy to figure out what's in a lock. Like, they're not that big. They've done intense studies trying to find stuff. Like, they've done, like, uh, 
echographs of yeah. the entire lock. They've analyzed the DNA. A thing with the DNA analysis was they found that there's a lot of eels mm-hmm. in the lake, like a lot of eel DNA, and that could point that uh, the Loch Ness monster were various eel sightings. But that don't look like no eel. That's too big to be an eel. Too That's big to be sure. an eel. Yeah, it's about the size of if you could if you could place it. I mean, it's just it's just like a portion of a creature breaking from the water, and the portion of the creature that broke from the water. Completely indistinct of any marking, so it was like just like belly or something, just a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. It was like three by three feet by itself. A little snapshot of the creature. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not a normal creature, and it's in Loch Ness. Yeah. Could all those people be crazy? Yeah, because most people are. It just seems like it's pretty verifiable. Like it seems like uh, we put the right resources into it. Wouldn't be that hard to find it. I think this just tells me that modern scientists and the experts in the field of discovering all of the life forms in a particular mm-hmm. span of space are just primitive. Because we don't know most of the creatures on this earth. True. You know, there's always more creatures being discovered every day. Yeah. We we barely know anything about the water. Mm-hmm. and things in the ocean. If they can do all these crazy intensive research trips, scanning a lake, uh, DNA analysis of a lake, you know, all of these projects get money like a magnet because it's Loch Ness and people want to be tied to it for some reason. And if we still can't find whatever this creature is, which is obviously not a creature you'd ever see, Maybe all these uh, cryptozoologist deniers are uh, too faithful in the in the tool they wield. Space news. <laughs> we should try and get some sort of a, I don't know if we would qualify for a grant per se, but like uh, some kind of partnership with like some academy of the sciences. Because it seems like we, we're really all about like learning about space. We're learning about... The locks. We want to know all the shit there is to know. Yeah. And like... Can I use it in my daily life? No. <laughs> Tell me then. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're, we're putting out the word. We're letting our dozens of listeners know that this is important. Yeah. They're behind it. They don't have any money, but yeah, you should give us money for some reason. Yeah. Last time we talked about a, about, about a crazy concept, the very next week, they were giving $35,000 away to high schoolers to cop our concept. Mm-hmm. Space toilets. You just need ass implants. <laughs> right? They're thinking about it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I think we could get a grant. Yeah. You know, Sabelle's really good at getting, like, uh, grants and stuff like that. She's real good about finding them, you know, because mm-hmm. she's, she's the professional photographer. She gets a lot of, like, artistic grants, too, and stuff. Yeah. And all that. So I can take her energy. Mm-hmm. I like how every time we have an idea, we're like, I know a guy who could do the work for us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's monetize this, but not do any actual work. That's the goal. <laughs> We're idea guys. That's why we got the microphones. That makes me feel bad about myself, though. 
Yeah, you feel a little... That's the kind of people that I preach against. I'm like, no. The idea, guys? Yeah. Well, I don't... I I think if you're going to reap the financial rewards that you should be putting in the the sweat hours and whatnot. And that's exactly why Scott Coins are being introduced. (laughs) If you promote Scott Casts, Copy that link in the episodes uh, page and and share Scottcast episodes with that link. You will be rewarded. Our gain is your gain because we are under the Pod King Ian Dixon's rule. I felt it only made sense to dismantle the capitalistic monthly subscription. That's right. There's no oligarchy here. Yeah, well, there is. <laughs> Another news, sad news. I had to mention it at Scott Cast because uh, it concerns a movie that is almost as good as Jurassic Park. A better series of movies, perhaps. But uh, the actor who played Bilbo Baggins, Ian uh-huh. Holm, passed away this week. I thought you were talking about a, a different passing from a movie person, which I was... Okay, go go ahead. <laughs> Who else <Sorry>. died? <laughs> How bad is this week? <laughs> Am I not prepared? <laughs> you sent me a text about it earlier. Oh, what did I say? Joel Schumacher. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This week sucks all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, yeah, Joel Schumacher's that was, dead. That was the, no disparaging intended to the dead, but uh, your high praise of Bilbo Baggins wouldn't have fit with Joel Schumacher. Oh, really? I thought it would have fit perfectly. I was actually about to say that I thought, like, I completely understand your confusion because both lead-ups would have been the same exact (laughs) (laughs) lead-up. Two greats of the Scott Cast lore. Uh, Bilbo Baggins himself, but he was also in Aliens, and he was in a bunch of movies. Yeah. Ian Holm was a classic actor. Absolutely. Alien, not aliens. Right. He's in the first one. Yes. So OG. He was the android. He was, yeah, that's the coolest character. That's right. Because he gets a reveal and then he dies. It's awesome. Spoiler. <laughs> he doesn't die in uh, Lord of the Rings. The guy from the Lord of the Rings dying reminds me that it's just a story. Mm. They don't all, in fact, go... To the undying lands with the elves and the Noldor. Well, maybe he does. Maybe he lives through his art mm. in our hearts and mm. minds. I think that's what J.R.R. Tolkien uh, describes as the gift of man. I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt. I had an idea that uh, our toilet idea <laughs> should be called Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> in memoriam, of course. Yeah. Although, although in the specifications, uh, it, it's got to have male and female usage taken into mind. So maybe Lord and Lordy, Lord A. What's, what's the female Lord? Uh, lady? Lord and Lady, yeah, I suppose. Lord and Lady of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, sir. So it's internal and it like, yeah, it'll digitally send you the information, Uh but you have to plug in 
when you need to unload. You plug in. You plug in. Some of it's going to have to come out for other purposes, right? Right. How does it plug? No, no. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so the undying lands, <laughs> and then the gift of man is that uh, at when they die, they go with Lupitar, which is the god of this whole shebang, mm-hmm. and they live in eternity together, while the elves presumably die with the earth. Hmm. But I like your shit thought. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Lord. It's got to accommodate 500 grams of diarrhea per event. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 500 grams doesn't seem like that much. 500 mLs. Yeah, I guess it's, a, it's like half a liter. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of a lot, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. Two uses per crew per day at 500 grams. Okay. Easy cleaning and maintenance with five minutes of turnaround time. Um, yeah. Oh, and it turns out there are radio... Wait, more to space news, Ian. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are... Currently, radio waves from another galaxy at an interesting rhythmic pattern occurring from 500 million light years away. Space News. What's so interesting about the pattern? I don't know. It's regular. So <laughs> I didn't put that many notes for it. No. But Joel Schumacher's dead. That sucks. Yeah. Right? Bat Nipple himself? Bat Nipples. The creator of Bat Nipples, the guy who looked at the Bat Nipples with his own two eyes and a professional opinion and said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else he did? What else he do? Uh, he directed the one and only Nicolas Cage in 8mm. So he's also responsible for some, some Nicolas Cage brilliance when did that come about that was hold on i just closed the imdb i waited for you to do that that was 99 1999 god damn so he was like big kahuna in the 90s like he was a 90s big kahuna yeah like like if you were at a starbucks being like i wonder what this place is and uh you saw a guy ahead of you, and he was like, "Yeah, put Joel on it." And then he turned around, whipped you that good look. He'd be he, like, "You, you, you would, you would drop your little hand purse, mm-hmm. and 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 you would be like, oh, it's Joel Schumacher. <laughs> he was Big Kahuna. Yeah, you got to be Big Kahuna to get the ex- free reign of the Batman franchise like that. I guess you know." He did make, there were some cool-ass designs in the Joel Schumacher universe that I kind of miss. Mm-hmm. Like, I get Gritty Reboot, yeah, make it kind of realistic, but not really. It's, it's cool. But where's all the neon on the Batmobile? <laughs> <laughs> like, I want that. I don't, like, like the Batmobile in the Christopher Nolan series was like a, like a tank Mm-hmm. Basically, just a military vehicle, like something you'd see cops driving around in. 
Right. You know, like, no, I want it. I want it to have a, a jet engine. I want it to have sweet ass neon. And I want the engine to be approximately 20 feet long. I think that, yeah, if you think of the context of the whole story and uh, Bruce Wayne being this, you know, millionaire uh, vigilante, I guess, yeah. Um, I think that makes sense within the context of his character. I think that if, if Elon Musk was a secret vigilante that he would have like a ridiculous neon fucking Batmobile. <laughs> yeah. And his like secret identity would be Elon Musk. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> he puts on a mask it's itself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically those Teslas are pretty much aiming to be little, you know, like nerdy. I mean, the, the Tesla truck is, it wants to be the Batmobile from the Christopher Nolan. Right. Tesla trucks and that black. The shatterproof glass definitely shatters. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna need a different pane of glass there. <laughs> you know? Like the Cybertruck is I think for it to be Batmobile level, it needs to electrocute if mm-hmm. you try to break into it. And it needs to not only drive itself, but you have to be able to drive with remote control with your cell phone, like in that James Bond movie. I know it's mixing uh, references, yeah. but for me, that's how the Batmobile would be like. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to drive it like with a flip phone. Yeah. Because that, that was how old that movie was, <laughs> the James Bond one. <laughs> like Pierce Brosnan had a flip phone and uh, and it, it was like those flip phones you have where where uh, you slide it and then the full QWERTY keyboard yeah. is played out. Um, you slide it, but it's just a trackpad, and and the phone became a screen for for the car's front view. Right. And like he just dragged his finger on the trackpad to drive it from the back seat while he was getting shot at. Mm-hmm. That's what my if 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 that's not in the cyber truck. I'm 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 gonna keep driving my shitty Dodge Nitro, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna wait till that feature's announced. Yeah. So Elon, step it up. Like, like he gets a lot less cool when you start comparing him to like what these nerd fantasies, um, really supposed to represent. Yeah. I'm interested to hear David's rebuttal about that, but right, we're, we're like we've got like two or three episodes at least um, that David's gonna have like pages and pages <laughs> of bullet points, and like he's gonna have a hard time even like just uh, getting through those without getting sidetracked on my rebuttals to his rebuttals as it's coming. It's going to be a great David pod next time he gets on. I'll tell you that much. He's been biting on the bit to pod too. He's yeah. been, uh, he's been, uh, texting. He's, he wants to do pod with me and bendy arms. Mm. He says he wants to, uh, plan a coup mm. against you. I'm, I'm okay with you as pod king. Things seem to be running smoothly with you as pod king. Yeah. I mean, 
he can uh, he can do what he wants to do with the coup. Let's we'll see how that goes. He'll drive himself crazy just uh, sidetracking his his plot. Yeah, like continuously. <laughs> just give him a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what he thinks Bendy Arms is going to help with. Like is like I know you give Bendy a little bit of taste of power. He gets he goes to his head immediately. Yeah. But uh um I don't think I don't think David's gonna I don't, I don't know. I do you, I don't think David's gonna inspire him to be uh overthrowing you when Bendy's on like once every 10 pods. Right. I feel like me and Bendy are simpatico. I think we're we've got a an unspoken agreement. I like that. Yeah. So it might just backfire on Sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So I've got a final bit of news, if you're interested. Let's hear it. Um, we talked about uh, Space Force s- suing Netflix, or mm-hmm. Netflix suing Space Force. Um, now Netflix is getting sued um, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's estate sues Netflix for giving Sherlock Holmes feelings. Oh. Yeah, apparently you can do that. Okay. Like, the idea is Sherlock Holmes is aloof, right? He's like a yeah. reason-based kind of cold. He warms up a little bit, um, warms up a little bit towards mm-hmm. the end of his career. Um Netflix has a movie coming out called Enola Holmes where Millie Bobby Brown is like Sherlock's teenage niece mm-hmm. and it revolves around her. But uh, they update the Sherlock character to be uh, more amenable to women mm-hmm. and uh, more, uh, more, more kind and like uh, fatherly yeah. to uh, this niece character, I suppose. So uh, they're suing the shit out of Netflix now because <laughs> they're just like, no, Sherlock Holmes is an asshole. <laughs> You're ruining the character. Mm. Uh, as an example, they laid out um, that his closest companion, Watson, revered Holmes and was generous in his admiration, but to Holmes, Watson was purely utilitarian to be employed and disposed when useful. Holmes did not treat Watson with warmth. In fact, Holmes told him, you have a grand gift for silence, Watson. It makes you quite invaluable as a companion. Mm-hmm. Right? So they need him to be a sociopath? That's the problem? Basically. Yeah. Mm. You know, Sherlock Holmes, kind of a sociopath. Mm. You know? And the, and the BBC Sherlock Holmes kind of outlines that. Yeah. There's a lot of plot lines where... Where, where good old Cumberbatch is coming to grips with his psychopathy. Mm-hmm. But at this point, the estate's like, fuck it. You know what? I think I kind of side with the estate. You know, if, if you're going to own a character, own the shit out of it and, and don't let people muck about with it. Mm-hmm. You know, don't let people ruin it. Like, if he really needs to be a psychopath and can't be nice to Millie Bobby Brown... Maybe that just has to be the case. You don't. You don't want him just to turn into generic detective. Uh, I don't know that I have a, a feeling about that one way or the other. I'm not uh, real emotionally attached to Sherlock Holmes. Well, neither is he. 
<laughs> but uh, I don't I don't know how uh, how that's gonna hold up in court. I think it's like a you could almost count that as parody, couldn't you? Ooh, that's the that's like the grand card we're all pulling to get out of our <laughs> get out of our libel and slander lawsuits. Yeah. Parody, parody. I mean, well, it's, it's a fictional person, so it's not you can't libel a. That's true. I don't know. But it's like, that is like a weird precedent though. Like, uh, like if yeah, you like use what's, a character. What's, what damages are they claiming? Like if you muddy the character, then people will forget it. Maybe he should be forgotten. Oh, oh. Ian Dixon is tearing down that Sherlock Holmes statue at <laughs> 21 Baker Street. He's <laughs> like, time for a new person. He's putting up Enola yeah. Holmes. Millie Bobby Brown's maybe we uh, yeah maybe we shouldn't glorify uh, sociopaths I don't know that's a good point <laughs> <laughs> you know and I guess he's just his, uh, his power for good you could say yeah and he did warm up it's not he's not like total sociopath mm-hmm. I think it's like they need that warm up to be part so of that's the character like, development what's their problem is that his his Character is becoming too complex. <laughs> like maybe. Fuck off. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, like if it's like if the movie is like mostly focused on the niece anyway. Yeah. And like Sherlock Holmes is like this father figure to the niece. I mean, it's not even really Sherlock Holmes. Right. Yeah. You know that Sherlock Holmes should just be like uh, his name should be like Chaz Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Chaz. <laughs> just the name that came to mind. I haven't ever met a Chaz. Have you ever met a Chaz? Um, I feel like I've met people who've referred to themselves as Chaz, <laughs> but it's never been a Charles. It's always been like a female. Huh. I don't I can't think of what their actual name was. I forget. Well, Master Charles, uh, write in. Let us know <laughs> if... Uh, if you've ever referred to yourself as Chaz, and tell me how that hat be doing. He ordered a Scottcast hat. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Before I implemented the Scott coins, so that was bad timing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, so that, that kind of does it for this year's Scott take. Uh, so what did we learn today there, fan favorite Ian Dixon podcast? Well, um, we learned that uh, you can make a lot of money just... Uh, Thinking about shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot of power uh, in thinking about shit. And uh, here we are talking some shit, and you can uh, get some free shit if you spread our shit around to your friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. That's about it. That's why we're so good at waste management. (laughs) 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 Never thought of that. Holy crap. Yeah. We talk shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we give shit away. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about shit. Mm-hmm. And we really want everyone to share our shit. Yeah. We are shit talkers. Maybe that should be the name of the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> we are shit talkers. Bum, 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 bum.
That's our new Space Toilet podcast is Shit Talkers. It's a spinoff. Okay. Well, spinoff to Shit Talkers (laughs) by decree of the pod king, Ian Dixon. And uh, look for that. Like, because I'm sure like this this, with the AI algorithm, the shit news is just going to keep coming in and coming in and coming in. And I'm going to need to pivot ScottCast away from shit news. Yeah. But if, if the fountain is strong, yo... Make a spinoff podcast. Do the Cleveland show of sh- shit talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If the fountain is strong, that's a contingency we need to plan for for our uh, Lord of the Rings. That's true. <laughs> I'll rate 750 grams strong. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thank you and, uh, for listening and everybody uh, from the... I forgot how I do this thing. Uh you do it. How do you do the ending? Oh, all hail Scottcast. Glory be to Scottcast. All right. And from all of us at the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast, we bid thee adieu. All right. See you later, Scottcastigators. <laughs>